Hey everybody! It's your fancy fuck host, James Danger, Jamesy Poo, or what have you. And I'm joined tonight with my even fancier gourmet iced coffee. That's right. I'm gonna take a little sip right now. Mmm, icy. Yeah, I like myself an iced coffee. I tell you what. <laughs> Oh my god, James. Are you just completely killing time? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I got I I really don't have much to talk about tonight. I hope I can fill the hour. What kind of hour, James? What kind of hour are you referring to? <laughs> the danger hour, of course. Oh my god, James. We work perfectly together. No, no, we don't. Don't uh don't give yourself these delusions, okay? I don't like you. You don't like me. I like you, James. Okay, I don't like you. Maybe you should, James, if you gave me a chance. No. I know. I've given you plenty of chances and I'm tired of it. I just want out. Uh, if I only knew how to get rid of you. I don't know how I don't know how to get rid of you. I demand that you leave. I insult you. Uh I, I purposely stage games to hurt your feelings and break your heart. James, what are you implying? Oh, I don't know. A little something called Over the Hump Games. Oh my god, James! Tom Selleck totally won the next round, didn't he, James? Stupid Robert Downey Jr. Never had a chance, James! You never had a chance. Well, I hate to... You know what? No, I take it back. I love to be the bearer of bad news. Don't say it, James! I know it's not true, because it can't possibly be true, James. There's no way. On Earth! Tom Selleck lost to Robert Downey Jr. That's all I'm going to say about it, James. Let's just move on. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Thank you, James. I don't want to hear any nonsense out of you about this at all any further. Okay, James? That's Yeah. Yeah. Do I have your word, James? My word? As, as a gentleman, James. My word as a gentleman. Yes, you have my word as a gentleman. Thank you, James. Okay, we can move on. All right, uh, next up. Tom Selleck lost! Oh my God, James! You promised as a gentleman! Oh my God, James! I'm gonna do it! Robert Downey Jr. totally kicked his ass! Let me just tell you the numbers here. It was a close one, right, James? It was a totally close race, like neck and neck and stuff. Yeah, it was a close one. I'll be honest with you, it was a close one. I knew it, James. I bet, I bet Robert Downey Jr. fans just at the end just snuck in and just, just rigged the whole game for me, James. And Tom Selleck, James. It was a close one. A close one. Uh, Tom Selleck just barely lost. 19 to 6. Oh my god, James! It's the last line! Stop laughing, James. It's not funny. Oh, oh, it's funny. This was everything I dreamed of and more. <laughs>
That's it, James. I can't take it anymore. I quit the show. Oh, fuck yeah. Finally. Don't you have anything to say to me, James? Well, bye. <laughs> Holy shit. He's gone. He's finally gone. Yeah! <laughs> All I had to do was take down Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, James? What the fuck? Every time you, every time you speak the word Tom Selleck, James, I, I just magically appear. I don't know. I don't know how that works, James. Ugh. James, did you really think you can get rid of me that easily? <laughs> You're sadly mistaken, James. You son of a bitch. All right. Okay. Tom Selleck lost 19 to 6. Oh, stop it, James! All right. Uh, <laughs> but the good news is... Oh, my God, James! What, what's the good news? Did Tom Selleck write in? Did, did he write me a letter uh, just trying to console me for my heartbreak? No, of course not. The good news is I'm still in the running with Kelly Preston. Oh, who cares, James? Who cares about girls? Yeah, I know. Kelly Preston's still in it. I think she's in it to win it, everybody. My my pick is Kelly Preston, and uh, if you don't know who she is, uh, I strongly suggest you immediately go out and buy the Twins, that's right, Twins Blu-ray. That's the one featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Buy the Twins Blu-ray. She is hot as fuck on that movie. So from, yeah, from a young boy's age, I, I had a crush on this woman. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. And uh, she's aging wonderfully. Yeah, she's John Travolta's wife. That's fucking weird. But uh, if you can look past that, you can look past the creep with all the plastic surgery and just look at that woman and her amazing assets, you will know what I'm talking about. So please, Instagrams, Hashtag over the hump games. Even follow pot about nothing if you'd like. And help your old pal Danger at least win the women's category with Kelly Preston. I mean, Lord knows my shitty pick of Tom Selleck. James, watch your fucking mouth! All right. Shitty pick of Tom Selleck. James! All right. Uh, is no good, and it uh, failed me. So please, please, I beg of you, help me win this. Even though. I don't think I really need the help. You know what, dude? The next round, Kelly Preston is facing off against, uh, fuck, what's her name? The red-headed ginger chick. Ah, you know, Julianne Moore. That's the one. Is there really a competition here? Mr. Joseph Peppers seems to think so. He was like, oh, oh it's over. Kelly Preston's over. Really, dude? You're going to pick Julianne Moore over Kelly Preston? Are you fucking kidding me? Is it like that taboo ginger thing? I don't know. I mean, she's an attractive woman for her age, I guess. <laughs> and being a ginger and all. But, uh, dude, Kelly Preston, come on. There's no, there's, no, there's no contest here, really. No contest. All right, let's move on to more sad news, everybody. Oh, my God, James. Is it Tom Selleck related? No, we're done with Tom Selleck. Maybe 
you are, James. But I'll never be done with Tom Selleck. Because God is my witness, James. I will never. Okay, I don't fucking care. All right, just do what you want on your own time. I don't want to be, I don't want to hear you anymore about that. Tom Selleck, James. Okay, okay. All right. Sad news, everybody. I had to uh, cancel a recent trip this last weekend. Ah, I was looking forward to it so, so much. I had a campsite reserved. And uh, I, I rented it, reserved it, a couple months back, not knowing what was going to happen on that date, March 16th. I just rented it because I looked up the campsite, the one I like a lot, near uh, Arrowhead, the one that I couldn't reserve for Manfest. So uh, I wanted to go there. There was this great site I know, and uh, it's beautiful fucking, beautiful campground. So I reserve it. And then it turns out my wife goes, I can't go that weekend. I'm going to my friend's daughter's birthday party. And it's like, really? Just skip it. It's a little kid, one year old. She won't remember you not being there. <laughs> no, I have to go. It's like, all right, fine. I'll tell you what. Me and the boy will go. We'll make it a mini man fest. Just me and my little boy. How do you like that? Fine, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I was going to have Monkey and his son go and have it a real mini man fest. Thought that would have been sweet. He couldn't go. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it anyway. Me and my son will go. Just father and son outing. That'd be cool. Go in the woods. But then I started thinking about all the negative aspects of this. Like, what if I have to uh, get up in the middle of the night to take a shit? You know, and leave him in the tent all alone. What if a bear comes and kills him? <laughs> I would feel partly responsible for that. You know, what? and what if, uh, I don't know, what if, anything could have happened. I would feel horrible if I took my, my son camping and he got killed by some kind of animal. I'll tell you what I'd do, though. I'd probably bury him there in the woods. I wouldn't want to deal with that. All the cost of funerals and stuff and notifying people, the family and friends. I would just bury him in the woods and then just say, oh, he's missing. And that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, I'd be done with all the headaches. I have it in the goddamn police dogs to find him probably. Uh, see, well, what would I, how would you get rid of a body nowadays? Hmm. Of course I'd be the suspect because I'm last seen with him. Oh my God, James, are you really discussing how you would murder your son and dump the body? No, he'd already be killed. I would just dispose of the body so I can avoid funeral costs. That's all. <laughs> all right, let's move on. And anyway, basically what happened is goddamn fucking weather. It wound up snowing the night before. And the next day it was going to be a high of 57 during the day. And a low of like 37 at night. It's like, I can't fucking take my son into the mountains in those freezing temperatures. First of all, I don't want to be in those temperatures. Secondly, I can't take a little five-year-old. So uh, I had to cancel Mini Man Fest. Ah! And I had to uh, get a refund, a slight refund, because they keep $10 for the inconvenience. Ha! I guess fair is fair. But uh, sad news, everybody. Sad news. Okay, moving on. Speaking of lost, kids that are lost, do you know about this new game 
I think it originated in some other country, but it's a uh, it's sweeping the nation over here in this fine country. It has to do with kids. It's called the seventy two game, I believe. Now look, don't quote me on anything on this show. I should have a, a professional disclaimer in the beginning saying that this show is uh, all a bunch of bullshit. Don't take anything seriously. And if you do hear some important, serious news, don't take that seriously either because all my facts probably get misconstrued. I probably screw them all up. I get a lot of things wrong. I know this. That's the only fact that you can take away, that it's a fact that will fuck up all this information. So uh, this show is all about rumors, hearsay, and opinions. Okay? And jokes. I don't really hate the gays or the blacks or uh, the Chinese. None of them. And I really hate having to make a disclaimer, even though I don't have to. But uh, the goddamn country's full of so many pussies nowadays that uh, everyone's on eggshells when they talk now. I'm offended. Pussification of America, everybody. So, uh, yeah, go fuck yourselves, all of you. (laughs) At this point, if you don't know me by now, if you don't know me by now, you will never, ever, ever know me. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, anyway, this uh, new game called the 72 game, I believe, in which... Oh, oh, it's fascinating, everybody. It sounds like a great game. It's mostly kids, I think. You, uh, you get lost for 70, <laughs> 72 hours. You go dark, all right? You get off the grid. You turn off your phone. You, you don't go on social media. You don't go home. You just get lost for three days. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the concept is. I don't know what this is about. I don't know what it's about. Is it to just fuck with your parents? I don't know. Is it the ultimate form of rebellion? <clears throat> I don't get it, but it's a thing now. And uh, so kids are getting... Kids are getting uh, said as the, what do you call it, uh, missing, missing persons. And so there's like teams, <laughs> teams of police and search, rescue, search and rescue people looking for these idiot fucking kids. And meanwhile, they're hanging out in some neighbor's basement eating, eating the Captain Crunch and playing video games probably. It's fucking retarded. Then they come home, ha, ah, 72 game. <laughs> I heard this one, uh, this one little, this one girl was missing, high school girl or something, and uh, you know they're asking her where she was, and she wouldn't say, "I was fine," but I'm not gonna say where I was. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, if my daughter did that shit to me, do you know how fucking hard I would beat the shit out of her? Okay, and I don't care. Report me and take me away. It would be worth it, because she would know. <laughs> from that point on hey if you want if you're gonna disappear if you think you're gonna disappear then i'm gonna disappear too because i'm gonna get arrested for what i'm gonna do to you afterwards okay that's what's gonna happen fucking kids not to mention you're uh somewhat putting these other people at risk you know they're out there searching searching and rescuing what if someone is like extremely tired on the search and rescue? They, you know, when you're tired, you slip up at times. What if they fall down, miss their footing, fucking hurt themselves, stab themselves, whatever? Anything is possible because you're being a fucking prick. 
playing some dumb game. Not to mention all the money that's wasted looking for you and all the fucking people that are worried. Ah. James, you sound like a father. Maybe because I am a father. And I'm self-projecting my feelings if my kids were to pull this shit. Oh, man. And what, a, what an asshole parent you would look like, right? Uh, you know what? Um, call off the uh, search and rescue. She's, uh, she's home. Really? Uh, okay. Uh, where, where, where was she, sir? Well, she was uh, playing some game. She got lost for three days. <laughs> Do you got to pay that money back after that for all the fucking man hours they spent looking for your lost kid? Jesus Christ. Imagine how much that would cost. Helicopters and boats and fuel and cops. Rescue dogs. Kibbles and bits. All that stuff. It all adds up, everybody. Stupid kids. You know what? Just don't have any kids. That way you, you, you can't get lost when they can't play no stupid games. <laughs> you sound like a father, James. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, speaking of camping, mini Manfest. At Manfest last year, I thought about this uh, the other day because I was looking at squirrels running around play. <laughs> there were three squirrels. I don't think I brought this up on the show before. I think it was a story that I've had in my phone for over a year because I didn't think it was that funny, but I just want to get it off my phone already and just erase it. So I'll just tell you. Plus, I got shit to kill on this one. I don't got too much content. So this is what you get. You get the scraps. <laughs> so uh, one day, last year, one die. Hey, James, how about you do that? The Alfred Dark Knight quote that you love doing so much, James, to kill some more time. Oh, okay, thanks. Request. All right. <clears throat> One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah! Oh my god, James, I killed like 25 seconds. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, I was watching these squirrels play one day. One die. There's these three squirrels running around this tree trunk. And uh, they were chasing each other. And I'm sure you all know how fucking quick these animals are. Extremely fast. Acrobatic. So they're running all over this tree. Running on branches. Jumping to fucking telephone wires. Running down the pole. You know the whole thing. Uh, they're just having a great time. I'm eating my lunch under my shade tree. <laughs> and I'm just watching them and just enjoying myself. And I was like, wow, if I died and had the opportunity to come back as an animal, I think I'd come back as a squirrel. I mean, it just looks so much fun. Like your whole day, you're having a blast. No one's going to catch you. And do they really have predators? Have you ever seen anything hunting a squirrel? Maybe coyotes and stuff, but I mean, do you ever see a, a squirrel in the in the mouth of a coyote or a or you know dead squirrel laying on the floor? You never see it. So I'm gonna imagine they live a pretty carefree carefree life, full of fun and happiness, <laughs> and eating nuts and stuff. Oh man, the life I would live if I was a squirrel. So so last year at Manfest, I asked my buddies. Uh, you know, we were just sitting around drinking. I think we started taking this walk. And then uh, 
we sat down at this other campsite. Like, hey, man, we should, this would be a cool spot for next year. That was empty. And I saw a squirrel running around. I go, hey, if you guys can come back as an animal, what would it be? And so I'm thinking of my stupid squirrel story. And my buddy Rob like quickly goes, a fucking championship racehorse. <laughs> and I go, really? He goes, yeah, man. Think about it. Championship fucking racehorse. You win every race. You know, you're an amazing athlete. You get a bunch of fame. You know, like people love you. And then when you're done with your career, they stud you out to fuck other horses. So, so they can... So they can breed you out and make new a tram- championship running uh, racing horses. I was like, God damn it. That's a great fucking choice. And I tell him, I pick squirrels. <laughs> because they look like they have fun. I think I might have told this already. It sounds like I might have told it before. But now I'm going to officially delete it from my phone records. I'm glad I got rid of that one. Speaking of camping, I was also thinking with this whole Manfest thing. Do you guys know what Manfest is, by the way? <laughs> yes, James. Everyone knows about goddamn Manfest, and no one cares at this point. Manfest is my annual camping trip. James, no one cares. My annual camping trip in which me and my friends celebrate men, the festival of men. We go out, we uh, set up our tents, we camp, we drink like fish, we uh, eat like kings. We play games, we go on hikes, we hit golf balls off a ridge into the fucking woods. It's glorious. We do other stuff off the books, if you know what I mean. And that's uh, a great time, dude. Oh, man. Just leave the everyday bullshit. Take the day off on Friday. You head up early. You're in the, uh, the crisp, warm air up there. Clean air up at the top of the mountain. Great views. Smell that fucking, uh, smell the pine. Sit back, you listen to the nothing. You listen to the nothing. No cars driving around. Okay? No assholes fucking, uh, honking. No people screaming. Well, I mean, there's, sometimes there is. (laughs) Across the uh, campsite. You know, there's people partying and shit and playing beer bong and screaming like that, but a lot of the time it's quiet, peaceful. It's wonderful. Hang out with your friends. Ugh. I can't wait. But I was thinking, is it possible for you just to say, fuck it, I'm done with working, I'm sick of all this shit, fuck my family and friends, I've had enough of all the drama, I'm out. And you just grab yourself a backpack, grab yourself your tent, a small little stove maybe, just whatever you can put on a giant you know, uh, like a military-style camping backpack thing, and just go to the fucking woods. Is it possible? Is it legal? I don't even know. Can you legally go into the woods and just set up camp? Like, okay, I live here now. I'm not paying taxes. I'm not working. This is what I'm doing. You know, hunt little animals. Eat, uh, pick berries and whatnot. Eat nuts. Is that possible to do? Or is one day a ranger going to stumble upon you like, uh, sir, what are you, uh, what are you doing here? I live here. This is my house. Get off my property. <laughs> you know, is there any place you can just say, fuck it, I'm done and I'm living here. I asked my wife that and she's like, well, 
how can these homeless people just sleep on the street and that's okay? So I'm pretty sure you can sleep in the woods and just live there. So that's a good goddamn point. You see homeless people all over the place, you know? They're not getting told to, to leave. Like on Skid Row, they got all those tents. What if I create a Skid Row in the mountains? <laughs> yeah. Mount Skid Row. That's what I'm going to start. Just a bunch of dudes that are sick of working. Just want to have the good life. We'll all go up there and have a little tent community. Mount Skid Row. Oh my God. That would be great. A little community. You know, we can uh, hunt together. Which, you know, you got to have your team of hunters and you got to have your other ones, the uh, the gatherers. Maybe, fuck it. Maybe some days you can switch just so you don't get bored. Next day, I'm a gatherer. How do you like that? <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. I'm I'm calling it now, dude. Mount Skid Row. I'm going to look into it. And uh, I will lead the charge, everybody. If you're all sick of the of the nonsense, you don't want no more car payments, you don't want to have to pay for gas, you know, you don't want a gas bill, electricity, you know, all, all that stuff. Fuck it. Let's go. Follow me, everyone. We can raid campgrounds and, and you know, <laughs> use their water and even their bathrooms sometimes. Most of the time, we're going to shit in the woods, though. But, you know, on those special days, like Easter, we'll go shit in a porta potty in a campsite. <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting excited about this. But the real question is how many of you guys have the balls to go through with it? How many of you guys will follow me? I'll follow you. I'll follow you, James, to the depths of hell if you ask me to. Fuck it. The English world is trained with weapons, so we train with stones. <laughs> with your father and brother gone, they'll kill us and burn the farm. Anyway. Oh, dude, I'll wear a kilt, too. We'll take the ladder ball. Ah! I'm getting more excited the more and more I talk about it. We'll make spears. Hundreds of them. Twice as long as a man. Some men are longer than others. Your mother's been telling us stories about me again. <laughs> Sorry. Mount Skit Row. It's happening, everybody. Will you be there? Or will you stay in your miserable life working for the men? Weak. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on, everybody. I did this new segment a few shows back, and I think I want to try it again. So now, everybody, it's time for another installment of... <laughs> well, that's unsettling. Yeah, this is a segment in which I share with you something that's really unsettling to me. And afterwards I say, <laughs> well, that's unsettling. So here we go. I think the last one was a dog's butthole. When it has the <laughs> when the tail is up like an Akita. How the how the, the, the butthole fluctuates open and closed. That was my last one. So here's in the same vein, but not as gross. Here's what I think is downright unsettling, everybody. When uh, people have a hair color, and I'm talking about the white people mostly, when their hair matches their skin color, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Their hair's color matches their skin color, and it matches their eyebrow color, and it's fucking creepy looking. And especially if they have on like a similar colored shirt. You ever seen this? <gasps> And they're not wearing like any lipstick or anything, so they're they just look like a whole 
Like, I don't even know what you would you you're like a mannequin. It's just fucking weird. Hair is the same color as the face and uh, the eyebrows are the same color. And, and it's just. Well, I mean, there's nothing else to say then. Oh, well, that's unsettling. <laughs> so if you're one of these people, stop that immediately. Stop it. You need a contrast. There needs to be a contrast. There's nothing beautiful about that. It's fucking weird. You know why? Do you know why girls with blue eyes and dark hair and light skin look so fucking good? Because of all the contrast happening. It's not all the same. Ugh. I don't get it. It creeps me the fuck out. And uh, I think it should be stopped. If I was president, I would eliminate these people or just make them change their hair color. One of the two. If they did not want to comply, I would have to, I had no choice. You'd force my hand, everybody. I would have to, uh, to eliminate you from society because we can't have that. But James? Uh, what? Isn't having the people with the same hair color as their hair skin, doesn't it make a contrast to the people that have dark hair and light skin, James? Isn't that the contrast that makes the dark-haired, light-skinned people beautiful? Ah, fuck, that's a good point. You're saying without the ugly, monotone people, there can't be the hot, other uh, striking, contrasty people. Is that what you're saying? I think I said it better, James, but yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Oh, damn, that's a good point. Nah, you know what, fuck it, I don't want that anyway. So uh, stop having the hair color the same as the skin color because you know what? (laughs) Whoa, that's unsettling. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, I've been thinking about something else, everybody, on the uh, continuation of random thoughts that have nothing to do with each other. Uh, If you are... Oh, okay, no. Here's how it ties in. Here's something that's also unsettling, everybody. Hmm. Yeah, I use this one first. This story will tie in nicely with my segue. <laughs> so, did you know that we're all developing a deformity? James, are you talking about my white hips? <laughs> no. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, apparently this generation is uh we're we're <laughs> we're becoming deformed in the sense that our pinky fingers are becoming well, deformed. <laughs> because when we hold our phones, we put our pinky underneath to cradle the phone so it doesn't, so it doesn't fall out of our hand. And so uh, there sh- I saw pictures on the internet. I don't think mine is that bad. I think I, think I did notice. A, I don't know. It might be in my head. But they've been showing people on the, on the interwebs. And their fingers are becoming permanently altered to that shape. And that, uh, you know, the way... It would be molded to the phone. So when you hold your hand out, your pinky is more twisted and kind of separated from the rest of your fingers just because you're using it so much to hold your phone up. It's fucking creepy, right? And then the same, I mean, you've all probably heard the one about uh, people are becoming um, like hunchy because their heads are always down. So the spine is starting to curve. (laughs) It's It's really remarkable if you're sitting like 
you know, it's no, it's no secret. I sit in my, tr- my work truck and I eat my lunch under shade trees <laughs> every day. And so, you know, people watching and whatnot. It's really remarkable how many people are walking around not fucking paying attention to anything around them. They're looking down at their phone. Just looking straight down. I don't I really don't get it. I mean, of course I've I do it once in a while, but uh but nowhere near where it's a problem. I don't like to walk around looking at my phone like a fucking idiot. Maybe because I don't want to look like those people. But yeah, our uh, technology is is altering our bodies. Wouldn't it be wild in uh, a couple hundred years? People's fingers are naturally they're they're born with their pinky out farther, and we have like a natural curve in our neck. Holy shit! Maybe we're just evolving back. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe we already evolved in the past, and then we devolved back into animals because. Because our pinky started separating and our fucking neck started curving down. And we just morphed back into like sloths. <laughs> or some kind of marsupial. You know, we just we just devolve into some other animal. Like, oh, fuck. We just devolved ourselves back into some kind of little primate. And then later on, you know, we'll just, it just like keeps fluctuating back and forth. That's probably what happened. I mean, that's scientifically the most exp- the, uh, logical explanation I can come up with. I mean, I, I'm not a doctor, but I did go to med school, and uh, this does sound like a good study that I should put a lot of money into. And hey, if you'd like to help fund my research, be my guest. Send your checks to thedangerhour at yahoo.com. That's an email. Uh, send them electronically so I can uh, cash those checks. And I, I promise you, all the money you send will go to this research. Okay. There's no telling when I'll get some results because it's a it's a lengthy study and it's just going to take a lot of time and money. So I'd appreciate you sending those checks immediately. The danger hour at yahoo.com. Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate that. It's science. <laughs> so uh, here we go. Here's another thought I had recently, everybody. So if you have a dog, you have uh, papers for that dog, right? That dog is legally your property. You have a paper saying that's so. If someone comes into your yard and takes the dog for a walk and you come to your yard and say, holy shit, my dog's gone. My gate is wide open. My dog could not have opened it himself. Someone came and took my dog. You can call the police and say, oh my God, my my corgi is missing. <laughs> I don't know why corgi came to my mind, but uh, whatever. Someone took my corgi. And they're like, oh, what's it look like, sir? It looks like a corgi, of course. It's got short little legs and the whole deal. So uh, the cop just, you know, all right, we'll take a drive around. And they find some dude walking your corgi. That dude can get, uh, you know, I don't know if it arrested, but he'll get a fucking ticket maybe. (laughs) I don't know. If you press charges, is he stealing? He stole your dog. I'm going to say that's a thing. Fuck it. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I did go to law school temporarily. So uh, if, if, yeah, if that guy takes your dog out for a walk without your permission, that's theft, everybody. And if you press charges, that guy's getting arrested. <laughs> so also, you have a car. You're, you uh, have registration for that car. That car belongs to you, according to that paperwork. If someone decides to walk into your house and your door's unlocked and they take your car keys and they take your car for a drive, 
The same thing. You can call the police. Someone took my Miata. <laughs> uh, sir, your Miata? Yes, it's a two-seater Miata. It's a sports car. Are you sure it's a sports car? It's it's technically a sports car, yes. Someone took it. It's red. Find it, please. So they find your Miata and the dude's driving it. I just want to take the car for a drive, that's all. And you press charges. I'm pretty sure the guy can get arrested for theft. Now, here's what I'm going to, guys. I can give you stories and fucking uh, examples all day long. Which I probably should because I need to kill more time. It's not looking too good so far. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, someone takes your horse for right now. So basically, my question is, why, given those two things, why is it not against the law and punishable by being arrested for someone to take your wife out and fuck her? Huh? Please, someone tell me how that's not illegal. Well, James... Don't be such an idiot, James. I mean, the other things you mentioned are personal property, James. The dog in the car. Your wife is not your personal property. <laughs> I beg to differ. I've got a paper saying she's mine. That's right. A marriage license says that she is mine. That's true. We become one since I own myself and she's part of me. I own her too. That's right. Go fuck yourselves. She's my property. Honor and obey, ladies. I always tell my wife that, dude. <laughs> I always, you know, whenever I tell her to do something, she's like, uh, I don't feel like doing that. Whatever it is. It doesn't have to be anything like that I want. You know, I'm not talking about sexy time and stuff. Sometimes it is, though. Uh, I'm really not in the mood tonight. Sorry. Like, hey, 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 hey. Hey. You took some vows. You have to honor and obey me. <laughs> She's always like, oh, shut up. But uh, yeah, why? Why? I know why, James. <laughs> okay, please enlighten me. I'm sure someone of your stature in this life has no idea what goes on between a man and a woman. James, what are you implying? Oh, nothing. No, James. You specifically meant something, James. Well, I don't know. I mean, someone with a healthy obsession with Tom Selleck. You leave Tom Selleck out of this, goddammit, James. Never speak his name again. You've defiled Tom Selleck. And I will not stand for that. All right. Okay, forget it. Why do you think it's not against the law? It's quite simple, James. Man has a deep, rich history with adultery, James. Why would men who make up most of the people in Congress and the law passers make it a law to get arrested for cheating on your wife, James. It's like you're shooting yourself in your foot. Wow. That really is a good point. That's a fucking great point, actually. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All politics. Why would guys make laws to get themselves in trouble? That's a, that's a great point. Oh, I know what to do. How about the woman gets arrested? <laughs> That's not going to work, James. Why? Because women and men are equal. <laughs> no, they're not. We had this conversation already. Men and women are not equal, and you know it. You do. Not all the same laws apply. So, 
I, Lord Danger, hereby decree it is now United States law if a woman has an adulterous affair with another man, she will hereby be arrested and put to death. <laughs> Maybe not the death part. We'll work on that. Nah, nah, death. That's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do as a woman is, is, is welcome another dick inside of you. Oh my God, James. What if the guy cheats on the wife? No, it doesn't count. What? Oh my God, James. Let me tell you why. Because a man... First of all, you know we're wired differently. But when a dude is horny and a, and a woman flashes her ass in front of the guy, all right, and she tempts him just enough, it's not so far-fetched that he'll fucking he'll cave. Because we're wired that way where we're just horn dogs. We got this dick, and it's just like, I need to get satisfied. All right? And so if we do it, we'll feel horrible afterwards. But a woman, for a woman to cheat, it's not just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. Way worse if a woman is to cheat on a guy. Way more betrayal goes into it because she's got to, her mind has got to, you know, it's not just her, her, her vagina saying, oh my God, I need to eat that dick. It's not about that. It's about her mind. Okay, so uh, there you go, everybody. That's a, you know, I did go to law school, and that's a clear, clear case winner right there, that statement right there. Can't fight it. It's true. <laughs> do you think it is politics that it's not illegal? Because so many people do it, especially like, uh, well, I don't know, especially, but it seems like a lot of politicians and, you know, those kind of people are fucking... You know, creeps. Crooked. That just seems weird to me. I don't know. I, I, I just... I'd like the security knowing that if my wife cheated, I can have her arrested and killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how bad would that feel? I've never experienced that where uh, your wife or your girl, whatever, cheats on you. <laughs> Not that I know of with another dude, just the thought that someone else entered your domain. They slid right in there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no way. Death by guillotine. <laughs> and I'm the one that gets to pull the lever. Wait, how would you like to kill your wife? By guillotine? By hanging? By firing squad? And you're the one that can do all of it. Would you like to? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm, lethal injection that's like if you really care about her but you're still sad but you know you want to do it humanely <laughs> here here's an injection <laughs> bye bitch <laughs> so oh man that'd be awesome if you could do it yourself you can put the injection you can pull the lever to have her hang you can pull the lever for the guillotine or you're the one with the rifle on the firing <laughs> firing range or you can put them at stake. You can tie them to a stake and then burn, burn at their start of their feet, and just watch them go up. She's a witch! God damn it! I swear to you, she's a witch! Burn her! Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy. 
Let's move on, everybody. <laughs> I saw something weird the other day. And by weird, I mean kind of awesome. That's right. I was driving by this school. Oh, my God, James, you're a fucking pervert. That's not what I mean. Ah, well, you're kind of right. Oh, I knew it, James. You're looking at young children, James. Well, I mean, they're underage, but they're not young. They're high school kids. You know what? Maybe they were junior high. I don't know. But here's what I saw. There was a, you know, it was PE class. I'm driving by and there's an open field. And you can see that there are all these people, are, all these kids are playing. Now, the reason I don't know if it's high school or junior high is because the girl that I saw running was, was well-developed. And uh, we all know this day and age with all, the, with all the chemicals and hormones in the food that girls are developing a lot sooner. So I'm not really sure what grade she was in, but I did see bouncing. Oh my God, James. You're such a pervert. Can you get arrested for doing that, James? No, you can't get arrested for looking at young girls. Well, not to my knowledge. And I did go to law school. So uh, I'm going to say it's okay. Just don't look too long. You can glance, but don't stare. That's all I'm saying. And, and of course, I glanced because I was driving a vehicle. I don't have time to stare. But here's what I saw. I saw... A girl playing football. Hold on, it gets better. Playing football. Two-hand touch. Co-ed. Oh! And the reason it caught my eye is because this girl's running with a football, bouncing. All right? And I went, what? And I look. That's not really caught my eye. What caught my eye is I couldn't believe a girl was running with a football. And the other thing is the guy that was two-hand touching her, it was a fuck, it was a guy. Well, I just already spilled the beans. It was a guy. And he was slapping her, you know, like her, her torso, her stomach, and her ribs. He slapped his two hands on her, you know, two-hand touch. I don't know if you know how two-hand touch works. So instead of tackling someone to the ground, you just, you, you, you touch them with, your, with two hands. And that means it's like you, it's like you tackled them and the ball's got to stop right there. And this dude, you know, he got her. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard of co-ed two-hand touch. It just seems wrong on so many levels. But it seems right on so many levels as well <laughs> from the perspective of the young high school boys. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you got to play two-hand touch with the girls? Could you imagine this? You get a free pass. To feel up young boobs. That's all I'm saying. James, everybody was thinking it. You did not have to say it, James. God, you're so perverted. I'm just saying, I could put my, my mind back into the, the mind of a high school kid. Nothing's changed, James. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess guys will be guys. But I thought that was incredible. I have never heard of that before. Two-hand touch co-ed. How would you feel if you were that girl's father? And you happen to be driving by the school, and you're like, "Hey, that's my daughter right there playing, playing football." That wait a second, wait, wait a second. There's, that's it's co-ed. Wait a second. He just touched her with two hands. It's two-hand touch. <laughs> two hand touch. 
two-hand inappropriate touch, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, dude, just like uh, um, I was on the Net Files last week, by the way, with the Boy Wonder sidekick himself, Lido, and Larry, I mean Lorinda, and we were in uh, Peterson. First of all, go check out those shows. We had a lot of fucking fun. We had a lot of fun. Today was the release of the first show. Uh, I think it's going to be three or four shows, to be honest with you. I always have a fucking blast going to that dude's uh, podcast. So uh, check that out. It wound up happening. TheNetFiles.com or uh, iTunes, The Net Files, Stitcher, all that other shit. You can find it everywhere. So uh, do that because we had a lot of fun, dude. And um, yeah, you should check it out because you'll learn some fascinating things about Peterson and his and his uh, forbidden young black love. That's all I'm going to say. If you want to find out the rest, you're going to have to go check out the latest episode of The Net Files. Well, what a teaser if I never heard of myself. So he was talking about, real quick, I'll give you another little teaser. He saw a play. No, that's actually in the next episode. It's not in this one. He saw a high school play where girls were getting down into their underwear. That's all I'll say about that one, too. Go check out the next episode to hear about that. Woo-hoo-hoo! Wow. So my question is, what's going on with high school kids? Like, the, are the teachers... I don't know. What, what, it seems like this day and age should be more, you know, because of all the pussies in the world. Oh, that can't happen. You can't do that. And it seems like the, the high schools are kind of pushing the envelope. I think maybe that's not the place that should be pushing the envelope, if you ask me. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Two-hand touch and uh, people getting in their underwear in high school plays. It's fucking wild. Maybe I should have went to high school. Maybe I should, I should go back to high school like Billy Madison. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm done being a creep. Let's move on, everybody. And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question. When we place Sylvester Stallone in A Few Good Men, playing Jack Nicholson's character of Colonel Jessup. And here it goes. Colonel, I just need a copy of Santiago's transfer order. Ayole, hey, what's that? Santiago's transfer order? You guys have paperwork on that kind of thing. I just need it for a file. Ayole, hey, for the file? Yeah. Hey, like, of course you could have a copy of the transfer order for the file, Danny. I'm here to help in any way I can. Thank you. Ayole, hey, you believe that, don't you, Danny? That I'm here to help? You in any way I can? Of course. Corporal will take you by personnel on your way out to the flight line, and you can have all the transporters that you want. But you have to ask me nicely. I beg your pardon? Hey, Ayola, you have to ask me nicely. 
Like you see, Danny, I can deal with the bullets and the bombs and the blood. I don't want money and I don't want medals. What I do want is for you to stand there in that faggoty white uniform with your Harvard mouth extend me some fucking courtesy, you know? You gotta ask me nicely. Colonel Jessup, if it's not too much trouble, I'd like a copy of the transfer order. Sir. Hey, ole, no problem, you know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Colonel Jessup. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. everyone once again Stallone does stand alone <laughs> now let's get into a little something I like to call I fancy that it's beautiful, beautiful. it's wonderful. wonderful it's I fancy that fancy, fancy. all right fancy times everybody I got two fancies this week pretty weak this week but uh, nonetheless, I will give them to you because I got nothing. All right. Uh, what I fancy, first and foremost, is my company that I work for. They provide an ice machine. And we have the ability, if we so desire, to take ice home with us if we ever want it. Oh! Do you know how much money that saves? Do you know how costly ice is? Now, look, I'm not some fancy person that has one of those refrigerators with a built-in ice machine. No, sir. I'm behind in that regard. I'm living in primitive times. Uh, even, you know, and who wants to have an ice tray? It just The turnaround is not very good. You know, as soon as you, as soon as you freeze the water and you use it, you got to wait till it freezes again. What if you want more ice <laughs> quicker than that? Well, James, you just get like 10 ice trays, silly. No, absolutely not. Now, we have a large ice machine at work, and, uh, you know, they say, hey, if you want some, take it. And I even come here with a large ice chest if we're having family parties, and I load up all for the price of freezies. Do you know how much money it would cost if I got the bags of ice at the store? What are they? Uh, I don't even know how much they cost anymore. Isn't it like $6 a 20-pound bag? That's like, what, 20 bucks if you fill up a large ice chest? Yeah. In my pocket. <laughs> it's pretty sick. So every, like almost every week, I'll grab a, I have another uh, ice chest. It's not, it's kind of smaller. It's like a, it's like a 20 gallon. I fill that thing with ice and I'll bring it home and uh, fill my little container in my freezer. You can't beat that. How can you not fancy it? Saving money and whatnot. It's great. And then I get my fancy ice pick and I stab the shit out of the ice whenever I want to break it apart. That information was not necessary, but I'm trying to kill time, like I said earlier. So, free ice, everybody. It's like the Eskimos work for me, that's all. 
I fancy that. The next thing I fancy is, uh, you know, this might be a weird one, but in a way, it's, it is annoying, but, but in the long run, I do fancy it. And it's my kid, both of my kids, having to do school projects. You know, they are annoying, and it seems like every time they have one, it's uh, about 15, 20 bucks automatically. And it's always, no, you can use the supplies you have at your house. But you don't always have supplies. Go fuck yourself, schools. Like, if you need to paint something, who has paint laying around? You got to go to the store and buy, like, a big uh, pint full of paint. And, uh, you know, that doesn't cost too much. But, you know, you need other supplies. It winds up running you about 15, 20 bucks, like I said. But in the long run, it is cool to help your kid build something. And then they get all, oh, my God, it's so cool, daddy. You know, that kind of thing. It's like the latest one was uh, my son had to build. I might have already mentioned this, but I don't remember. He had to build a box car out of cardboard. And I just happened to get a cardboard box like the week before. Perfect size. And uh, I made a Batmobile. <laughs> oh, and it came out pretty fucking awesome. And he was super excited. And yes, it was the best one in the class. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you'd like to see that Batmobile cardboard box car, you may do so if you visit the Instagrams on my nerd page at Batagrams. B A T A G R A M S. At Batagrams. And while you're at it, at the danger hour. <laughs> So uh, there you go. It's a public account. So you could even just go be a creeper and look at the photo without becoming my friend. Although I highly recommend you friend me. Because why wouldn't you want to be friends with me? All this awesomeness can spill on over into your Instagram account. Wow, everybody wins. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's really fun to uh, build this shit with my kids. And to get creative. And uh, you see the little eyes twinkle. Ugh. So yeah, despite the headache of having to do it, and it even took me away from doing the show one week because I was busy making that car. I don't got time for everything, boys and girls. So uh, yeah, my kid came before you all that week. It's not always the case. Sometimes I ignore him to do the show, but that week he prevailed. So uh, why don't you go on the Batagrams, at Batagrams on the Instagrams, and check out the fruit of our labor. (laughs) And I'm making crafts with my kids for their projects and free ice everybody i fancy that all right and now it's time for the darker side of life that's right it's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here we Yeah, fuck you moment. The last chance, everyone, for me to jump on my soapbox, bitch, scream, whine, complain, nag, cry like a big fat baby about whatever's bothering me. Seems like the whole show is what that is, James. Yeah, you've made that joke before. Oh my God, James. Let's just put it to rest already. No one even cares about you complaining. Let's just end the show now, James. Look, you've reached an hour. Let's just end the show now. You know what? Some people like this segment. They like it. They like me to bitch at the end just to seal the whole deal. So why don't you go fuck yourself and stand in the corner. Put your nose in the circle. No, James. I'm not doing that this time. Excuse me. 
No! I, I'm denying you, James. When have you ever denied any man? Oh my God, James. <gasps> that was pretty good, James. Just for that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go stand in the circle, James. I'm going to go put my nose right there on the wall. Because you know why? Why? You deserve it, James. Oh, fuck you. All right, listen. <laughs> my fuck you this week, it's only one and it's very weak. Like I said, uh, I, don't, I don't have much this week. So, you know, cry me a river, Justin Timberlake. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Uh, my only fuck you is to my my son's school. Oh my god, James! How? Well, let me tell you. For some reason, my wife put down my telephone number for my son's school. I think she put hers for my daughter's school. This fucking school calls me every other day with an automated message. It's annoying. Every day, like around four something, four thirty, the phone rings. And I'm like, oh, let me guess. Look down, and the number is my son's school. And it's always, hi, T-Birds. Here's an automated message from blah school. Press one to listen or just stay on the line. Uh, beep. Hi, don't forget, this week is kite week. Be sure to bring your kites this Friday to fly them at school. And it's like, hang up. <laughs> and then last week, Last week it was, uh, however my how's my phone sound? Ugh. Hey, T birds, this is our whatever the fuck or tigers, whatever that goddamn mask it is. Stand by for an important message from blah 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 school. Press one. Beep. Hey everyone, happy last day of school. And I'm thinking, I thought the last day of school was next week, which is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, it was a great school year. Be sure to have a great summer, and the, the office will be available every day for uh, if you need to call us for any reason. Okay, see you next year. And then it ends. That's like I think they just made a mistake. Next, the last day of school is not today; it's the twentieth of May. <laughs> like ten minutes later. And yeah, I gotta change my stupid dial tone, but uh, you know I'm lazy. I used to have a customized one, but uh, you know what do you want from me? Hello, Tigers. Be a, stand by for an important message from blah, 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 school. Beep. The last day of school is on May 20th. Don't forget. And I was like, ah, you fucks. You made a mistake. Now you're trying to cover your tracks. I'm on to you. The point is, dude, it's every other fucking day is some stupid message. James, why don't you get involved in your child's life? Why don't you proudly take these phone calls, James? Because it might be something important for your child. Other than getting angry like you always do and being mad at the telephone, James. They're just there trying to help you, James. That's all they're trying to do. No, they're just annoying me. I understand. Why can't my wife take those calls? I don't want to be bothered. Oh, my God, James. You're so up your own ass. I don't even see where you end. You just go in a complete circle. Your head is so far up your ass. I don't even see your head, James. I just see your back and then your butt and then your back and your butt. That's all I see, James. <laughs> then how am I talking? Because the microphone is clearly inside your body with you, James. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. But you know, if I'm going to bitch about something, that's what it's going to be because I've got nothing else to complain about. So uh, just give me this one. No, James. Why don't you uh, focus your efforts on being a better father instead of a negative cunt? Uh, uh, you're right. You're right. 
I am James. No, fuck you. And fuck you automated calling thing from my kid's school. Oh, fuck you! Fuck you! All right, everybody. That's going to do it. That's the end of the show. Look at that. I pass an hour. Wow. By the skin of my teeth. Good for me. I'm so proud of myself. I went into this one with no preparation, no outline, just a few notes on my phone, and look, I uh, I got through it, very subpar, low quality, but I still did it nonetheless. I still give you your hour for the week, everybody, because you know why? I care about you. That's why. Yeah, right, James, because your wife is gone for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, I took advantage of that. I normally do this shit on Wednesday, but you know what? I'll take it when I can get it. I'll take it when I can get it, goddammit. So that's going to do it, everybody. You know what? After this, after the... Uh, after the credits, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play you a song. Not me personally. I'm going to, I'm going to put a track in there. The Dangerous Track of the Week. Well, why can't you do both, James? What do you mean? Play them a song and play them a song? That's right, James. Give us something original from you, and then you can play something that's already been established by a real recording artist, James. Oh, fuck you, man. But that sounds like a great idea. I will uh, <laughs> indulge you with my pompous guitar playing. And then afterwards, I'll play you a song that uh, I like. And yes, it's going to be an older song because I don't listen to current music, everybody. Because I'm an old, out-of-it fuck. And uh, you know, back in my day, they played music that was actually kind of good. I mean, back in my uh, in the olden times where there was classic rock, that was the real stuff, you know? But uh, when I was growing up, it was okay. It was barely okay, a little bit. Anyway... It was a different time. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> I'll play you. I'll, I'll play you an acoustic track. Why not? I'm home alone. I can make noise. I can make an ass out of myself. And afterwards, I'll play you some kind of song because uh, I'm really missing the uh, suicide soundtrack segment. Nobody sends me any fucking emails. Ha! Hey, I know. While we're at it, why don't you send me an email with your suicide soundtrack? It's a segment in which I share your email. Email me thedangerhour at yahoo.com. How you'd commit suicide, you know, the elaborate plan on how you would do it, and what song you'd play while you do it. It's a fun little segment. It's a little dark and morbid, but hey, it's all fun and games. Unless you want it to be real, you can send me that one too. I'll read it. Send me it. God damn it. I, I like those a lot, and uh, people are too scared to do it. Peterson, I'm looking at you. I'm crafting my... No, no, that was Chuby, sorry. Peterson's lagging too, but Chuby's like, I'm crafting the perfect email. It takes time. Don't rush me. <laughs> but I do fancy that. That's awesome. But anyway, so I'm missing, uh, I'm missing the music aspect on this show. So get on that shit, boys and girls. Uh, so, hey, here's a little something I threw together really quick. <laughs> In honor of Mexicans everywhere. And away we go. Peligro, mi guitarra está enojado. Mi amor, mi espera en el mercado de la carne.
Mexican shirts. Fuck yeah. Reputa. I don't know Spanish, by the way. That was uh, my attempt. <laughs> and I can tell all the Mexican ladies out there are pulling their wet panties up off the floor. Oh, so guapo. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, close out with a real song now, everybody. And uh, away we go. You wired me awake and hit me with a hand of broken nails. You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. But I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. Too cold to start a fire, I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones I'll take the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage And run. When the forest burns along the road, like God's eyes in my headlights. When the dogs are looking for their bones, and it's raining ice picks on your steel shore. I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage Yeah! Alright, I'm sure you know who that was, goddammit. You better. That's the man. The man in black. Johnny Cash. With Rusty Cage, a cover from Soundgarden. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. I love Johnny Cash. Love it. All right. That's the end of the show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that uh, musical outro, <laughs> both with two legends on the acoustic guitars. Um, the first one, your old pal Danger, and Mr. Johnny Cash afterwards. I know. I know. I shouldn't be lumping Johnny Cash in with myself because, you know, he didn't do any podcasts. All he did was music. <laughs> Anyway, nah, 
All right, go out there and buy that song, will you? Support Johnny Cash. God rest his soul. And I leave you with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every time. And that's simply... Stay dangerous, my friends! <laughs> Later.